bring you a three-minute digest of what happened in China's business sector. This is China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Hello, everyone. I'm Stephanie Lee. Coming up on to this program, PBS Executive Governor Pan Gongsheng was appointed as new party chief, potentially putting him on track to be the next governor. The net sales of China automakers continue strong momentum in June. Here's what you need to know about China in the past 24 hours. Pan Gongsheng, who has served as one of People's Bank of China's deputy governors for over a decade, was named the new party secretary of the country's central bank. 60-year-old Pan, who is also the head of the state administration of foreign exchange, is replacing Guo Shuqing, 67, as the new party secretary of the PBOC, the central bank said in an announcement on its website on Saturday. Guo will continue to serve as PBOC's deputy governor. In the same statement, the PBOC also noted that Governor Yi Gang will no longer serve as deputy party secretary. His appointment came as the market is closely watching China's next step to deal with the country's slow economic recovery and a softer domestic currency. The central parity rate of the yuan against the US dollar weakened to 7.2258 on Friday. Market analysts believe Pan's professional background and rich banking experience will help boost market confidence in the yuan. The PBOC is expected to continue to implement stable monetary policy after the appointment of Pan, who during a speech in June attributed the stability of China's financial system to sound monetary policy that has refrained from significant easing and tightening. We have accumulated a lot of experience in coping with exterior factors and expanded policy tools applied in the macroeconomic regulation in the forex market, Pan said during the 14th Lu Jiazui Forum on June 8. We have the confidence, conditions and capability to maintain the stable operation of the forex market. During his tenure as PBOC Deputy Governor, Pan was assigned multiple important tasks, including perfecting the Chinese Yuan exchange rate market-oriented mechanism, promoting the inclusion of the Yuan into the International Monetary Fund's special drawing rights basket of currencies, and facilitating the establishment of the interconnected mechanism of the Chinese mainland and Hong Kong's interbank interest rate swap markets. Before joining the PBOC, Pan worked at Industrial and Commercial Bank of China between 1993 and 2008 and at Agricultural Bank of China as Vice President from 2008 to 2012, according to information on the PBOC's website. Separately, the PBOC vowed on Friday that it will firmly fend off the risk of drastic ups and downs in exchange rate, followed by a media report on Sunday that major commercial banks had reduced the interest rate of dollar-dominated deposits, a move experts said will help alleviate the depreciation pressure on the renminbi. Moving on to some regional highlights. South China's island province of Hainan has recorded a total offshore duty-free sales of over 130 billion yuan since adjusting relevant policies three years ago, said Haiko Customs Saturday. From July 1, 2020 to Friday, 17.67 million shoppers purchased 130.7 billion yuan of offshore duty-free product on the island, increasing by 92.6% and 2,079% respectively, compared with the previous three years. 
The third China-Africa Economic Entry Expo successfully concluded in Changsha, central China's Hunan province on Sunday with fruitful achievement and with the largest participation scale and highest number in projects. A total of 120 projects were signed at the expo with a value of 10.3 billion US dollars, according to the organizer. Some 99 cooperation projects were announced with a value of 8.7 billion US dollars, including 74 matchmaking projects with 11 African countries, the highest number ever. The expo attracted 1,700 foreign and over 10,000 domestic participants, making the largest attendance ever. The first phase of the largest domestic single-unit lithium carbonate project, a key raw material of lithium-ion batteries, was put into operation on Sunday in northwest China Xinjiang. The project is divided into two phases, with a total investment of 4.6 billion yuan, according to Xinjiang's top economic planner on Sunday. After completion of the second phase, it will reach an annual output of more than 120,000 tons of lithium carbonate and can achieve sales revenue of more than 30 billion yuan annually, while creating more than 1,500 jobs in the region. Greater Bay Area, Greater Future As Hong Kong marks the 26th anniversary of its return to the motherland on Saturday, the GDP of the city has surpassed 2.8 trillion Hong Kong dollars, doubling from that of 1997, according to Hong Kong Finance Secretary Paul Chan on Sunday. The average annual GDP growth rate of the Hong Kong SAR during the past 26 years stood at 2.8%, higher than the average growth rate of 1.9% among global developed economies. The per capita GDP of Hong Kong residents reached $49,000, Chen said. Next on Industry and Company News. Fixed assets investment in China's transport sector surged 12.7% year-on-year to stand up 1.4 trillion yuan in the first five months of 2023, data from the Ministry of Transport showed on Sunday. Specifically, road construction investment rose 13.2% year-on-year to 1.1 trillion yuan. Investment amounting to 73.4 billion yuan was channeled into waterway development, soaring 30.3% year-on-year. Chinese automakers fared well in June with electric car giant BYD selling nearly 253,000 vehicles and Li Auto reviving past the 30,000 a month mark for the first time ever. BYD sold 253,046 new engine vehicles in June, including 10,536 sold overseas, with first-half sales up 96% year-on-year to 1.25 million units. GAC's iron sold 45,013 NEPs, up 87% from last June. Li Auto delivered 32,575 new vehicles in June, reaching a monthly delivery volume of over 30,000 units for the first time and representing a year-on-year growth of 150%. And Neo delivered 10,707 units in June, up 74% over the previous month, but 17% lower year-on-year. 
Trip.com Group said the online Chinese travel agency will invest 1 billion yuan to pay childcare subsidies to staff worldwide, likely benefiting more than 20,000 children of its employees. Starting from July 1st, both male and female employees who have worked at the company for three years or more will be eligible to receive an annual cash bonus of 10,000 yuan per year for each newborn until the child reaches the age of five, the company said Friday. Switching is to financial news. Debt-ridden property developer China Aoyuan Group has reached an agreement with creditors holding about 33% of its outstanding offshore debt on the key commercial terms of a debt restructuring plan, the company announced on Sunday. Under the terms of the restructuring plan, Aoyuan's units at Hero Holdings will issue three series of new debt instruments worth a total of 1.8 billion US dollars, with annual interest rates of 7.5% to 8.8%. The first series will start amortizing from September 2026, and the last will mature in September 2031. Aoyuan will also issue 500 million US dollars note with an interest rate of 5.5% expected to mature in September 2031 and 143 million US dollars new zero coupon monetary convertible bond, which will be converted into ordinary shares in September 2028, representing 29.9% of total issue share capital of the company after the restructuring. However, the proposal is set to be approved by a majority of creditors. Wrapping up a quick look at the stock market. Chinese stocks enjoyed a strong start to the week on Monday, with the benchmark Shanghai Composite gaining 1.3%, while the Shenzhen component rose 0.6%. Hong Kong Sang Sang Index also jumped 2.1%, and the Tech Index added 3.7%. That's it for today. Tune in tomorrow on China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Goodbye.